Well, in just a few moments, I have three great readers who are going to help us this morning to listen to Proverbs chapters 1 through 9. But I want to give us just a little bit of context for why are we in Proverbs this fall? Why do we decide to preach in the book of Proverbs? Well, for one, our vision, uh, as you heard Christy even remind us here in our announcements this morning, uh, comes straight out of the book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 28, that we are called as a local church to present everyone mature in Christ. And do you remember how Paul says we're to do that? He says we do this like this, him we proclaim, so we show people Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. We get there by wisdom. Maturity is a destination word. Maturity implies, one, that we don't begin mature, but we grow into it as a heading. And because of sin, it is not, it's not our natural heading. None of us. We're actually inclined toward foolishness by nature. And apart from God's sovereign and gracious intervening work of salvation, we would remain dead in our sin and foolishness. So we proclaim Christ. And proclaiming Christ is good news. It's good news for bad people that while we were still sinners, that Christ died for us. And I want to remind us here as we're coming to Proverbs that he died for our sin, one, so that we could be forgiven, he lived a sinless life so that God could now account his righteousness to us as if we were righteous when we're not. But Jesus also came preaching and teaching a message. He came preaching and teaching, calling us away from foolishness to wisdom, wisdom unto salvation. Ephesians 4 says he died so that we would attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and grow into mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Jesus came preaching and teaching with great wisdom. He was preaching and teaching in a way that crowds walked away saying, who is this? Where did this man get this wisdom? Even before he was born, one of the titles Jesus was given was Wonderful Counselor. He died and rose again to pull us off the pathway of death and set us on a different pathway, a pathway to life, like Mindy was just saying, um, taking us away from one extreme to the, and bringing us to the other. Proverbs 13.20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. Jesus hasn't left us without counsel. In the greatest sense, to walk with Jesus is to walk with the wise. That's why we titled this fall series, Walk with the Wise. Not just walk with those who are wise, but ultimately walk with Jesus, who is the wisdom of God. Briefly, Paul has more to say in the book of Colossians about wisdom than I had ever remembered. I was looking back this week, and I want to point you to just a few things that I think will help prepare us to hear Proverbs 1 through 9 in a way that keeps our eyes fixed on Christ. First of all, in the beginning of Colossians, how he prays. He prays for Christians that um, we would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So if we're going to be filled with the knowledge of God's will, it requires spiritual wisdom, not just earthly wisdom. So the question is, where is this spiritual wisdom found? Well, Colossians 2.3, Paul says that in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, one source of true spiritual wisdom by which we grow to mature manhood. And he says, not just some, but all. 
We don't come to Proverbs for mere moral teaching, although it gives us that. But we come to Proverbs looking for Christ that we might walk with him and have the mind of Christ. If you're listening carefully to the woman wisdom this morning in these opening chapters, as the father keeps urging us to to embrace her and walk with her, you're going to notice that she sounds a lot like Jesus. And that's no coincidence. But true wisdom has counterfeits, we're going to see. And Paul says in Colossians 2.23, true wisdom is distinguished from mere human precepts and teachings that he says indeed have an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. And we need to hear that. What differentiates true wisdom, spiritual wisdom, from that which has uh, the appearance of wisdom is the power source. Apart from the fear of God and regeneration by his spirit, the book of Proverbs might just be a list of how-to life hacks, but it's so much more than that. Paul says that has no power to stop our flesh and what our flesh wants to do in our sin. And so finally in Colossians, he says our weekly rhythm as a church is to gather every week to help one another get wisdom and then to walk out and scatter into our our communities and our neighborhoods and our workplaces um, to walk with wisdom in the eyes of the world. Colossians 3.16 says that what we're doing right now is we're gonna teach and admonish one another in all wisdom as we sing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts. And then Colossians 4, 5 says, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of our time. So the wisdom that we grow in is not merely for personal self-improvement. It's for public witness too, that our lives would magnify Christ and draw a watching world upward to look at the one in whom are all the riches of wisdom and knowledge. So Proverbs, I don't think, could be any more timely for us this fall. So I have three readers this morning, um, Ralph Wagonette, Malika Ware, and Laura Rosencrantz. And the reason I have three readers is because, as you're going to hear, Proverbs 1 through 9 really has three voices. It starts with a father, the king, who's urging his son to get wisdom. And he's commending wisdom to his son as if wisdom is a woman, a beautiful woman, uh, who to walk with is to, to, to find life. And Malika's going to be reading the voice of wisdom this morning. But she's not the only woman in town. Foolishness or folly is also described as a woman, an attractive woman who also wants to seduce us and, and lead us to follow her. But it's going to be clear in, the, in these chapters that her path leads to death. And she's on a mission too. So as you listen, I want to encourage you to listen for echoes of God the Father, echoes of our Lord Jesus Christ, and echoes of the good news of the gospel itself. And ask yourself this morning, consider, with whom am I walking? Let me pray, and they're going to begin. Oh, one more thing. There will be some pauses. Every once in a while as they're reading, they're just going to pause for a moment. And that's designed to let you just stop and digest what you've just heard or read. Maybe close your eyes and pray a little bit about something you heard or look back over what you've just heard or read. Underline something that jumped out to you. But let me pray. Uh, Lord, show us Christ now. Thank you for Malika, for Ralph, for Laura. Pray your spirit would bless them as they read your word as we hear it, Lord. 
I pray you would break up stony ground like we just read and you'd use what we're hearing here to guard us against temptation and to lead us in, uh, in, in faith and hope and love and you would make us like Christ as you show us Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's read. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance, to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait for blood. Let's ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let's swallow them alive and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, don't walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. For their feet run with to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is set a ned spread, spread in the sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gate, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refuse to listen, have stretched out my hand and no one has heeded. Because you have ignored all of my counsel and would have none of my reproof, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you, when terror strikes you like a storm, and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call upon me, but I won't answer. They will seek me diligently, but won't find me, because they hated knowledge and didn't choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel and despise all my reproof. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way and have the fill of their own devices. For the simple are killed, by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. My son... If you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, 
If you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. Delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of unrightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep broke open, and the clouds dropped. 
down the dew. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly with you. Do not contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. For the devious person is an abomination to the Lord, but the upright are in his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Toward the scorners he is scornful, but to the humble he gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get insight, do not forget, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will keep you. Love her, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Hear, my son, and accept my words, that the years of your life may be many. For I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the path of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction, do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it, do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech, and put your devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward, and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure.
Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding that you may keep discretion and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life Her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, O sons, listen to me, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house. Lest you give your honor to others, and your years to the merciless. Lest strangers take their fill of your strength, and your labors go go to the house of a foreigner. And at the end of your life you groan, when your flesh and body are consumed and you say how I hated discipline and my heart despised reproof. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to my instructors. I am at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. Drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Why should you be intoxicated, my son, with a forbidden woman and embrace the bosom of an adulteress? For a man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all his paths. The iniquities of the wicked ensnare him, and he is held fast in the cords of his sin. He dies for lack of discipline, and because of his great folly, he is led astray. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, have given your pledge for a stranger, if you are snared in the word of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, and save yourself, for you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go, hasten, and plead urgently with your neighbor. Give your eyes no sleep and your eyelids no slumber. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, O sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, 
a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man goes about with crooked speech, winks with his eyes, signals with his feet, points with his finger, with perverted heart, devises evil, continually sowing discord. Therefore calamity will come upon him suddenly. In a moment he will be broken beyond healing. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them around your heart always. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the teaching a light, and the reproofs a discipline are the way of life to preserve you from the evil woman, from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. Do not desire her beauty in your heart, and do not let her capture you with her eyelashes. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread, but a married woman hunts down a precious life. Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? So is he who goes into his neighbor's wife. None who touches her will go unpunished. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his appetite when he is hungry. But if he is caught, he will pay sevenfold. He will give all the goods of his house. He who commits adultery lacks sense. He who does it destroys himself. He will get wounds and dishonor, and his disgrace will not be wiped away. For jealousy makes a man furious, and he will not spare when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation. He will refuse, though you multiply gifts. My son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call insight your intimate friend to keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words. For at the house, at the window of my house, I have looked out through my lattice, and I have seen among the simple. I have perceived among the youths a young man lacking sense, passing along the street near her corner, taking the road to her house in the twilight, in the evening, at the time of night and darkness. And behold, the woman met him, dressed as a prostitute, wily of heart. She is loud and wayward. Her feet do not stay at home. Now in the street, now in the market, now at every corner she lies in wait. She seizes him and kisses him, and with a bold face she says to him, I had to offer sacrifices, and today I have paid my vows. So now I have come out to meet you, to seek you eagerly, and I have found you. I have spread my couch with coverings, colored linens from Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love till morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband is not at home. 
He has gone on a long journey. He took a bag of money with him. At full moon, he will come home. With much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. All at once, he follows her as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a stag is caught fast, till an arrow pierces his liver, as a bird rushes into a snare. He does not know that it will cost him his life. And now, O sons, listen to me and be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many a woman, uh, many a victim she has laid low. And all her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the way to Sheol, going down to the chambers of death. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroad, she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance to the portals, she cries aloud. To you, O men, I call, and my cry is to the children of man. O simple ones, learn prudence. O fools, learn sense. Hear, for I will speak noble things, for my lips will come what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. They are all straight to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare to her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. I have counsel and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me kings reign and rulers decree what is just. By me princes rule and nobles all who govern justly. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield than choice silver. I will walk in the way of righteousness in the paths of justice, granting an inheritance to those who love me and filling their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth, when there, are no, there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains have been shaped. Before the hills, I was brought forth. Before he had made the earth with its fields and the first of the dust of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When he established the fountains of the deep. When he assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters might not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was beside him like a master workman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of man. And now, 
O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor with the Lord. But he who finds, fails to find me injures himself, and all who hate me love death. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in the town. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. For by me your days will be multiplied and your years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. The woman folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat on the highest place of the town, calling to those who pass by, who are going straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And to him who lacks sense, she says, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. Let me pray. Uh, Lord, when Jesus came and began his earthly ministry, Lord, he came speaking in similar ways. He, he called for repentance and faith, to repent and believe in me, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus, you came urging us to build our house, our life on a foundation that will last and not on sinking sand. Lord Jesus, we acknowledge to you this morning, we confess to you that that you are the foundation, only foundation on which our lives are secure. It's secure, Lord, because you have done away with once and for all the fearful punishment for our sin the consequence of facing you as a holy judge and God as sinful fools. Jesus, we thank you that you became foolish in the eyes of the world, hanging in weakness and in shame and scorn on a cross to bear the guilt of our foolishness. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us eyes to see that this is not foolish. This is wisdom, and this is actually the power of God for salvation to all who would believe. Lord, I pray, even this morning, even as we've not begun to preach this word, but we've just heard it read, Lord, that any who are here right now listening to this word, who are walking in darkness, who are not walking with Christ, who have not turned definitively from sin and self and turned to Christ, that they would do that this morning, even now, and your spirit would come into their hearts. They would begin to walk with you in your ways. Spirit, I pray this week, even, that you would bring these 
chapters to our mind, Lord, that you would prompt us even this week to go back and reread them ourselves and you would begin to use this wonderful book to help us to get wisdom. And I pray like we, we read at one point in here that your spirit would help wisdom come into our hearts. We need that, Lord. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Grace, I can't see you with my eyeballs, but I can picture you all out there. This is from Hebrews 13, a benediction. May the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Go in grace and peace this week. See you.